Hello, welcome to Why Not Me. In life, we face many trials and obstacles, many challenges, and in the thick of it, we can be tempted to think, why me? But every obstacle presents an opportunity and every trial can bring triumph. So I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of, why not me? When, when in the middle of it, when things are tough, look around and think, why not me? It's, it's happening for a purpose. And then when success is at your doorstep and all you have to do is open it, you may find yourself hesitating, questioning, is this for me? Do I deserve this? And I wanna encourage you to adapt a mindset of why not me? Throw the door open wide, shout to the world, why not me? Embrace your success. I'm your coach, Todd Halls. I'm grateful to have you on this journey. Welcome to Why Not Me. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Goal Setting 101. Coach Todd Halls here. I am just super excited to have you here, super excited uh, about goals. I'm passionate uh, about goals, helping people set and achieve them. And um, because I know that great goals are going to improve the quality of, of your lives, and I'm incredibly motivated to share with you the importance of goals as well as how to set and achieve them and how to avoid some common mistakes. So with that, if you have any questions during our time together, um, leave them in the chat and we will circle back to them. And there we go. Uh, real quick, the sources that we use for this, uh, gather information from personal experience, but also uh, from codeofliving.com, dictionary.com, forbes.com, lifehack.org, evancarmichael.com, psychologytoday.com, brainyquote.com. If you would like those resources, uh, again, let me know in the chat and I will gladly share them with you, or there they are if you'd like to just uh, snap a screenshot of that, they're, they're yours for the taking. So let's talk about the importance of setting goals. A goal is defined as the result or achievement toward which effort is directed. Now, the decision to set goals is a very important decision which impacts our lives in more ways than we can possibly imagine. According to the Code of Living, setting goals affects our lives in, in the five following ways. Number one, setting goals provides a sharp sense of focus. Setting goals allows you to measure your progress. That's number two. Number three, setting goals blocks distractions and provides productive boundaries. Number four, setting goals combats procrastination, and number five, setting goals motivates you. So how does this work? Well, let's start with the sense of focus. Uh, when you set a goal for yourself, you inherently have an end game in mind, which shifts your behavior and your thoughts. <clears throat> with this, you begin to take certain steps to get what you want, and in doing so, you gradually pick up momentum. And did you know that momentum is quite literally addictive? As you progress and get closer to accomplishing your goal, your brain releases dopamine. And dopamine is a substance which controls the reward and the pleasure centers of the brain and motivates you 
to take further steps to achieve a reward. In your case, the goal. So how does it allow you to measure your progress? Well, when you set a goal, you're going to have to develop a plan and then abide by that plan in order to get what you want. Now, as you work your plan, you'll notice gradual progress along the way. Measuring your gradual progress allows you to see how far you've come. And this can be incredibly motivating and encouraging enough to keep you on track. Oftentimes, we will, will, when we're headed towards something, we can get caught up in how far we have to go. Um, but if we would just take a moment to look back and see how far we've come, the progress we've already made, it, it re-energizes, reinvigorates us, realizes that, hey, we have made uh, progress uh, in the right direction. We just need to keep going. As you set goals and progress, you learn various methods of taking the proper steps to get what you want. Likewise, measuring your progress also permits you to make any necessary alterations. Um, if you feel yourself getting off course or not making the progress, when you turn and look back and you say, ooh, uh, if my goal is due in, in three months and we've been on the road for one month and we're only a tenth of the way there, something has to change, right? So it allows you to make necessary alterations uh, to keep you on course. The ability to measure your progress is a skill that's going to serve you in all aspects of life. Blocking distractions. So how, do, how does setting goals block distractions and provide boundaries? Well, uh, the ability to block distractions not only helps you achieve your goal sooner, but also helps one develop self-discipline. This is a critical life skill. We have so many distractions these days, man. But when you have an end game in mind and, determined, and are determined to get to the finish line, it becomes increasingly easier to avoid things that will steer you off course. It's important to note here that when you have an end game in mind, you need to keep it in mind. Think about the goal. Think about achieving the goal. When you have that in mind, it becomes increasingly easier to avoid things that are going to steer you off course. Now, for those of you who struggle, as I do with blocking distractions on your quest to goal achievement, I'm going to give you some helpful tips. Focus on two or three very important tasks that will propel you in the direction of your goal. Okay, just, just pick three tasks a day that you have to do that are going to move you towards your goal. Don't try to take on too much at once. It can overwhelm you. Um, I use uh, Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner, and the, you list your goals. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a process. You set your goals for the quarter, which, which are part of your annual planning, and then You've got your weekly big three that you look at, like three tasks or objectives for the week, and then your three daily tasks. So just three things each and every day that you know you have to get done that the utmost importance to move you towards your goal. Focus on completing work in segments instead of attempting to tackle one huge project at once. Break it down into bits. Distraction often comes when you're not 100% focused on the task at hand. As an EOS implementer, we teach this to, to companies that are getting that are running on EOS. And we, we can cast this 10-year vision, this big, hairy, audacious goal, but it's it's like it's it's too too big to focus on to really make progress. So we have to dial it back. So from there we look at you know what the three-year um, objectives are. What's the goal for what's it look like three years from now in that vision? Okay, now we can start to wrap our heads around this and imagine it. And then 
bringing it back a little further. What's our one-year plan? What do we have to do in the next year to move us towards this three-year uh, goal? And then from there, okay, if this is our year plan, what do we need to be intensely focused upon in the next 90 days to move us to completion of that one-year plan and meeting those objectives? And then every 90 days, we, we really look at that and refocus on what's most important so that we can truly focus. And the analogy that's given is when you think about it, um, the sun has so much power, right? Um, uh, megawatts of energy. And, and, and But if you stand outside in the sun, um, for, you, with all that energy, you're just going to get burned a little bit. Um, but you take a laser, and, and with just a few kilowatts of energy, really, really focused. A laser I mean, can cut through, through glass, through rock. I mean, so, so that demonstrates the power of focus, which is why you need to focus completing work in segments. Get it down to bite-sized pieces and stay focused on them. And the more of those you knock off, um, the closer you're going to be to this ultimate goal. The ability to place boundaries in our life is a paramount life skill. Setting goals for ourselves helps with this. Goals provide boundaries uh, by incentivizing you to know when to say no. If, if you know this is your area of focus, anything outside of that, anything that distracts you should be a no. Sometimes people get so overwhelmed and carried away with trying to do everything at once, they end up burning out. Um, and burnout is the ultimate enemy of goal attainment. I know some folks have a fear of boundaries and they feel as though boundaries will prevent them from accomplishing their goals. But in reality, boundaries do exactly the opposite. I, I would add that and also say that boundaries create freedom, right? Without any boundaries, it's chaos. And um, with no boundaries, we can't stay focused and move in the direction we need to because uh, in chaos, everything is everywhere. So boundaries actually create freedom. It, it creates a, a lane or a space to operate in when you can truly um, reach your goals and, and, and be who you were meant to be. Procrastination. Uh, how, so you may be wondering, how do setting goals combat procrastination? Well, um, procrastination, it's a plight that many people struggle with in, struggle with in all aspects of their lives. Um, goals um, effectively combat this common ailment. So procrastination, I recently discovered this. Um, pro, it's, it's, it's derived from Latin, pro being uh, movement. Um, or, or forward movement and, and crass um, is the base word meaning tomorrow. So in other words, procrastination in, in its root means um, move forward tomorrow. In other words, not today, put it off. Well, um, setting goals and striving towards achieving them innately increases your willpower. So striving towards them means you need to start doing it, right? Not, not tomorrow, not later, but right now. Therefore, um, thereby overcoming procrastination. Um, mighty willpower combined with an end game in mind, remember, we have to keep it in mind, makes staying the course and not wasting time much easier. The best remedies for procrastination are motivation combined with willpower. And speaking of motivation, I said that motivation, uh, setting goals motivates you. Well, setting goals um, 
that's, that's exciting, right? And, and I, I get excited when you set your goals. I want to help you. Um, doing so is also motivational. It gives you something to strive towards and achieve. As you start to envision achieving that goal, um, it gets more exciting. And, and the more you can visualize and realize it happening, the more excited you'll be and, and therefore the more, more motivated you're going to be to achieve it. The drive, the energy, the passion that comes with setting and achieving goals, it's what gives you the strength to avoid those distractions and obstacles, to gives you the strength to overcome the difficulties. So it's going to enable you to stay the course. Being motivated also means taking action and never giving up. Motivation and discipline go hand in hand, right? We have to, it takes motivation to get started, discipline to get going, but without that motivation, um, it can be hard to stay disciplined. The two work together. All in all, setting goals is inherently motivational because it compels you to get to the finish line. You're responsible for setting your goals. I can't set them for you. Um, your friends can't set them for you. You are responsible. And when it feels challenging, you have one of two options. Option number one, you can put in the work to set and achieve your goals. Option two, don't put in the work to set and achieve your goals. That's it. Either do it or don't do it. Each option comes with consequences. Sadly, a lot of folks go with option two because it's comfortable. But the fact that you're here makes me think that you want to go for option one. You're listening. You're, you're hearing part of this. You want to go for option one as much as I want you to. So as we go further, uh, I'm going to share some creative and strategic uh, tips for you to successfully set and attain your goals. But first, there's some common mistakes that cause people to fall short when setting and achieving or working to achieve those goals. Now, according to Lifehack, most common reasons people fall short when working to achieve their goals are, um, their goals aren't specific enough. Um, possibly, probably, possibly you've heard the acronym, the SMART acronym for goal setting. And SMART means uh, specific, measurable, attainable or achievable. Uh, relevant and time bound. Um, and an example would be, uh, I want to make a lot of money. That's not a great, it's not a good goal. Um, does, it doesn't fit the SMART criteria. But if I were to say, I want to earn $50,000 by the end of the year, this is a much better, more specific goal. It's a specific amount of money, 50,000. It's measurable. It's, it, we know it's in dollars, right? Um, it's, is it achievable? I certainly think it is. Um, is it relevant? Um, well, $50,000 by the end of the year would, you know, an additional $50,000 would be beneficial. So yeah, it's relevant. And is it time framed? Yes, I put the deadline on it of the end of the year. So as an example, that's a much better, more specific goal. It is a SMART goal. So number two, people often procrastinate. We talked about procrastination already. When you set a goal for yourself, it's important to start working towards it immediately. So many people 
myself included, get sidetracked or put off the work. And that's a recipe for failure. Um, John Maxwell calls it the, the law of diminishing intentions. The longer you wait, uh, the easier it is to wait and the less likely you are to start. So um, when we're, by the time we're done, I want you to write down at least one goal and, and take the next step today or at the latest tomorrow, but you have to, have to, have to get started immediately. <clears throat> next, um, people let the naysayers and the critics get to them. There's always going to be naysayers in your life. There's going to be the critics who doubt your ability uh, to successfully execute your plans. Or maybe they doubt your willingness to successfully execute your plans. Um, you must rise above the criticism and stick with what you believe in, what you know to be really true. And now this is often easier said than done, but in the end, it comes down to choice and willpower. And then oftentimes, one of the biggest critics and naysayers is the, are the voices inside our own heads. We have to silence the critics. We have to believe in ourselves. So every day, I want you to go to the mirror and look in the mirror and say, I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in you. And do that three times a day. So at least nine times a day, you're going to hear somebody say that they believe in you. You're going to have somebody looking in your eyes saying they believe in you. Try this. Try it for 30 days. See what happens. And as far as the rest of the critics go, either distance yourself from them or go back to the mirror. Look in, look in the mirror and say, I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in you. The fourth reason people often fail to fall short is they keep poor company. So you've probably heard it said, maybe not, but you're the average of the five people you associate most often with. So who are the five people in your room? Who's in your circle? Um, and now this, this could be um, people that you actually spend one-on-one -on -one time with at, at work or, or in your social circles. Uh, it could also be you know, people that uh, authors you, you're reading or, or podcasts you're listening to or webinars you're attending to. Um, these are the people in uh, your circle that you associate most often with. So who are the five people you're with most often? When you're striving towards the achievement of a goal, surround yourself with like-minded people who will encourage you. Now, poor company can hold you back, but surrounding yourself with the right people is going to maximize your success. It's going to propel you forward like nothing you've ever experienced. Surround yourself with people that encourage you, that believe in you, that lift you up, that are like-minded and are going in the same direction that you want to go or have been there before. APJ Abdul Kalam says this, to succeed in your mission, you must have single-minded devotion to your goal. So what is your number one goal? Have you articulated it? Have you written it down? Have you written it in smart format? What's your number one goal? And that's, that's the reason we, we talked about focus a little bit ago. And we talked about having two or three focus areas. Um, 
those are the action steps. You can have a couple goals, but don't don't have too many. As you look at your year um, on an annual basis, maybe five to 10 goals. As you look at your, your super important, your quarterly, we'll call them rocks, the big things you need to carry and move forward to achieve your yearly goals. Um, two or three max, you need to be able to really focus on these. And then um, when you know what those most important things are, what's number one right now, you can do those three daily action steps that are most important. So let's get creative. What are some creative ways to accomplish your goals? Have you given this any thought? How, what are some creative ways? Well, visualizing is probably the most powerful way to accomplish the outcome you desire. Like literally just imagine it. You remember earlier, I keyed in on the phrase in mind. What do, you, what, what do you have in mind? What are you visualizing? Can you see it? Can you see the details of it? Like, the, like when, when you achieve your goal, whatever that is, if it's, whether it's a weight loss goal or an income goal or um, a, a performance goal, like as you envision happening, what's going on around you? What are the sights, the sounds, the smells? What are the details? envision it, experience it in your mind, keep it in mind. This is the most creative and powerful way to accomplish your goals. Your mind, believe it or not, uh, is, is going to start moving you in that direction. Your actions depend on your thoughts. Everything that ever has come into being started as a thought. Always visualize the outcomes you want to achieve. Speak with conviction when you talk about your goals. This is number two. I wish, I want, I hope. That's not conviction. When you talk about your goals, you need to say, I will, or I am. I will lose 15 pounds. I am going to achieve that promotion. There's so much power in the words. And in, the and, and in repetition, tell yourself that you're going to attain your goal. Come hell or high water. And repeat that daily. You can do anything. You are strong. You are capable. Never, ever stop affirming yourself and never stop working towards what you want. Number three, break down bigger goals into sub-goals. We hit on this earlier. One of the biggest enemies of achievement is the feeling of being overwhelmed. Like, man, that's a huge goal. How am I ever going to get that done? Well, if you want to achieve a lofty goal, try breaking it down into parts and tackling them gradually as you go along. You've heard the saying, right? How do, you, how do you eat an elephant? How do you eat a whole elephant? One bite at a time. Break your goals down into parts. Tackle them gradually as you go along. Not only does this keep you from getting burned out, but setting sub-goals allows you to track your progress as you go along, which is highly motivational. So, so you got the big goal, whatever the main goal is, but then there's sub-goals. And if, as you achieve the sub-goal and you can check that off, it's an accomplished goal. Next. In order to do that, though, you have to do the most important step. 
You have to begin. You have to get started. Many people set goals with the right intention. And they're super motivated on the goal setting day. They're invigorated by the possibilities of what might happen. So excited, eager to start the progress, but petrified, terrified of falling short. Sometimes this is a conscious thought. Sometimes it's subconscious thought, but the thought is still there. So the most important step in the entire process is to begin. Just starting the process will increase your chances of success. There's a lot of other factors, so don't get me wrong. But seriously, the important thing is to begin. You've got the goal in mind. Grab your notepad. Write down what it is, but write your first step. And, and then your second step, and then your third step. But really, really, really make sure you take that first step today or tomorrow. And maybe that first step is to write your goal in smart format. And that's perfect. If, if your first step is to write it out, very specifically do that. If your second step is to visualize exactly how it'll feel when you get the, when you achieve your goal, then start visualizing it. But see, you've already begun. You've started moving in the direction of your goal. So again, make a decision. What is your goal? Declare it out loud with that pen and paper. Once you've articulated and you've got it kind of written down, write it down five times. Write the goal out five times. Call some people who will hold you accountable and will check in on you regularly. Maybe you want to check in weekly. Maybe you want to check in monthly. But call two or three people. Tell them your goal. Ask them to help you out with it. Ask them to hold you accountable. Now, the only one you're truly accountable to is you, right? Um, so they can't hold you accountable in the sense that they can make you do it. But the fact that you have somebody that's going to be checking into you, um, you're going to be much more likely to do what's necessary so that when you check in with them, you can give them a positive report. Nobody likes to share negative news. And I've experienced this recently. I, I developed a scorecard for, for myself and it has certain things that I need to get done. And I've got an accountability partner. And um, as I'm looking at some of those things, there, there are items on the list, um, like doing some cold calling. Um, it's not something that some, makes me super comfortable. It doesn't give me warm fuzzies. But the fact that I've got a certain amount of those to do every week and my accountability partner is going to ask me about them, I'm uh, I literally force myself to do it so that when I'm talking with my accountability partner, I can tell them that I have made some progress. I'm not perfect about reaching those goals, but it's about progress sometimes, not perfection. So step one for your goals. Well, what, what is step one? If your goal is to lose weight, if your goal is to make more money, if your goal is to buy a new car, if your goal is to fall in love, if your goal is to pay off your debt, do not have a backup plan. Will Smith says it best. There's no reason to have plan B because it distracts from plan A. If you know you've got something to fall back on, it's much 
more tempting and more likely that you're going to let go of plan A when it gets a little uncomfortable because you've got a plan B. Don't do that. One plan. One plan for success is all you need. Many people play goal setting too safe because you're fearful. Because you're fearful of missing the mark. But only have one plan. Seriously, I want to encourage you in this one plan, and that plan is for success. If your goal is to lose 35 pounds by the time you go on vacation, if that's plan A, do not have a plan B that says it's okay to lose 20 pounds. If your goal is to make an extra $20,000 this year, do not settle for $19,000. This is the do whatever it takes mentality. Have tunnel vision for your desired outcome. Do not let yourself stop. Don't take a day off until you hit your goal. And then there's something super important that you must do. You have to celebrate. You have to celebrate. Party. Like it's 1969. Must have been a good party year. Celebrate the process. Celebrate your success. And start now. So if you've, if you've written down a SMART goal for the first time, pat yourself on the back. Go to the mirror. Give yourself a... Uh, a high a, a high five in the mirror and say, yes, you did it. You, you've accomplished step one of your goal. You're on your way. And then continue to celebrate those milestones. Each breakthrough, each breakthrough requires acknowledgement of your effort. Make this journey filled with recognition. <clears throat> ben Renshaw, a director of the Happiness Project, and he's a success in success intelligence. He says that on average, by the age of 18, we will have been praised and encouraged 30,000 times. And most of this by the time we were three. Think about that. You took your first step. When you picked up a spoon. You probably got, when, when we started talking, every time we mumbled something, we were praised for, right? But somewhere along the way, we stopped celebrating. Ne neglecting to celebrate your success can cause you to slowly and subconsciously start to take a negative view of your accomplishments. You must celebrate. You start to, but when you don't, you, you focus on what you haven't accomplished instead of what you have. And you're less likely to stay on task and complete your goals. The good news is celebrating is easy and celebrating your accomplishments can boost your confidence. It helps stave off the burnout and it fuels your continued success. So what's your first milestone? And how are you going to celebrate? Is it, is it just writing it out in smart format? Is that your milestone? And how are you going to celebrate? Maybe your, your first milestone is sticking to, to um, doing your daily affirmations, the I believe in you in the mirror for one week straight. And at the end of the week, it, that's your milestone. Celebrate that. Um, but write this down, your first milestone and how you're going to celebrate. Now. Hopefully by now, you've got a goal in mind. You know how to um, articulate it in smart format. You, you're going to write it out. You know what your milestones are going to be, how you're going to celebrate. You're committing to celebrating. Get started. Step one, celebrate. Next, who's your support system? 
we need accountability. As I shared, I've got accountability partners. I've got coaches um, that that hold me accountable. That that I have to answer to on a, on a weekly basis. We need accountability. I believe um, we're human beings. Even if the, even if we're uncomfortable, oftentimes we'll convince ourselves that that discomfort is more comfortable than the discomfort we'll experience to make the changes necessary. So we'll quit when it starts to get tough. We need support. We need somebody to encourage us to say, no, don't quit. You can do this. Keep going. We need somebody that, that's just going to look at us and say, well, okay, what, what was the stumbling block? And what can you do different next time? And somebody that will just encourage that, those, that thought process, like, oh, it's a stumbling block, not a stopping point. What can I do different next time? There's a next time. I'm going to keep going. Find an accountability partner that will do that. If, if you want me to be your accountability partner, I would be honored. Heck, we can hold each other accountable. So we could start an accountability group. If you're interested, let me know. Reach out and we'll, we'll, we'll get it set up. I'd love to know what your top three goals are. Um, yeah. Give me, give me three specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely goals. Three goals that you are going to move forward on beginning now. And next, build your arsenal. So there's some tools, some resources that might serve you um, as, you're, as you're moving forward to make all of your goals a reality. Uh, first, get a journal. It's so important. Uh, document your days, your weeks, your months so you can measure your progress. As I mentioned before, I use Michael Hyatt's um, Full Focus Planner, and there's uh, help, it helps us break down the quarters, so 90-day time blocks or, 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 yeah, calendar blocks. But then also um, there's weekly previews and reviews uh, with your weekly big three tasks. Also, there's your daily big three, and there's a note section on every day. Um, it's a great way to not only forecast, but also to journal about where you are where you're, and, and where you've been so that you can evaluate and make necessary adjustments. Next, read. I know it sounds simple, but read. Um, if you search Google, uh, you're going to find an overwhelming number of books to read um, on this subject. But here's some, some really good ones. Uh, goals, How to Get Everything You Want Faster Than You Ever Thought Possible by Brian Tracy. Uh, David J. Schwartz has a book called The Magic of Thinking Big, Acquire the Secrets of Success, Achieving Everything You've Always Wanted. And the next one, The Achievement Habit, Stop Wishing, Start Doing, and Take Command of Your Life by Bernard Roth, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, one that I have recently found that I am really, really liking is Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. So some books to check out there. Next, uh, there's a ton of good, good, good goal-setting apps. Um, uh, a couple of them include Strides, uh, Another Way of Life, and Goals on Track. Um, but the most important thing you need 
the most important thing is belief. Belief in yourself. You are perfectly and wonderfully made by the creator of the universe. You can do it. Whatever those goals are, whatever those dreams are, whatever that, whatever that vision is you have, um, these, these goals you set, you can. Know that. You can, you can, you can. I believe in you. I truly hope this has been helpful. Setting goals, um, it can have a, just such a significant, tremendous impact on, in your life uh, in the near future and in years to come. So I hope this has helped. I hope that you you're just have conviction around this, that you're going to set um, smart goals, that you're going to articulate them, that you're going to share them with two or three people, that you're going to start today, that you're going to um, move forward on them every single day, that you're going to break the big goals down into smaller goals, that you're going to surround yourself with positive, uplifting, encouraging people that are going to uh, help you and enable you and encourage you in this journey, that you're going to avoid the naysayers and the critics, especially the ones inside. and that you're gonna take action right here, right now. If there's anything I can do to serve you, I uh, know that I am here to do so. I wish you all the best. Peace. Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life. And I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.